Good evening, Monadnock Region, and welcome back to the Space Lounge. This is Go Mo Tonight, the Monadnock Region's only locally focused comedy podcast. We are delighted to be here in the throes of the dog days of summer. I am your host, Chris DiLoretto, joined by my fabulous co-host, Zoe Roden-Heinzman. And Sam Abbott. Welcome, guys. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to the program. It's a, it's a great time of year. We are recording this on uh, the 14th of July at 8.22 p.m. And um, we are, uh, we, we, Zoe and I were are fresh off of the, this month's Writer's Night Out, our monthly Monadnock Underground Peterborough Town Library open mic for writers in the fabulous 1812 room, which is wonderfully lit from the front with full-length windows. Uh, 1833 room? 1833. Sorry. <laughs> I was wondering why you were looking yes. at me like that. Sorry. Oh, yourself, no, right? 1812 was like a war and an overture and everything, but yeah. it's, not, uh, um, <laughs> it's not the room. It's 1833. Sorry. My apologies to the library. Um, into the to the original ancestors to the OG, um, eighteen thirty three, um, but no, it's uh, you know fabulously lit with by the setting sun with the full length windows overlooking the river. Great time we had um, some some really great readers this month. Always fun, super fun one too because some of our regular poets wrote read prose tonight, yeah, and some people that we know as prose writers tried some poetry out so it was it was extra fun for that reason. yeah it was cool and I, I like it that you know we've got one guy who's kind of been coming every month and he's reading passages from a very definite um work in progress you know so i really like it that that he's he's kind of working through it regularly with us not even as a one-off um really cool um you know underscores the fact that i haven't personally written very much of anything in quite some time um, and you know, really need to, really need to get on that. Um, but these things, as anyone, as most people will tell you, ebb and flow. Some people will say you can just grind it out, but I can't really just grind it out. I, I don't really get good results from that personally. No, me neither. Me I either. can grind out some words, but they're not good. Right. Exactly. If I don't want to write it, you know, like if I'm not in it, you, people can tell. You can tell, you know? Um, so, yeah, so cool. So good stuff. Um, but in terms of the not-so-good stuff, what the fuck is going on? I keep saying that people are tense, but it keeps coming, like, becoming more true even than I think it is because, like, people just keep, like, shooting each other. And I'm not talking about, like, the mass killings thing. That's a separate issue that we're not going to get into here. But I mean, like, you know, you're standard normal murder where like you kill somebody that you know um you know i mean there was a a murder suicide i think in antrim like a week ago uh just like yesterday or the day before a little bit outside of Monadnock, but not really um in winchester some dude shot his step grandpa you shouldn't shoot your step grandfather um Sam, you were talking about somebody in nashua having yeah, a, stand a standoff with the police and he shot himself Pretty heavy. I think it it's Nashua. I mean, it popped up on my stuff. I'm quite sure it was Nashua. Yeah. What the hell is going on? Like, it's well. I mean, actually, I say I say that, but at the same time, like, it's. I really just think people are. I mean, that's a that's a the that's the dark humor at the core of the people are tense joke is that like everybody is like at their breaking point, you know, in a lot of ways. Like after the last two years, there's just so many things that are just continuing and compounding and it, it just, it keeps going. You know, it, um, I don't personally quite feel that way, fortunately, but you know, even, even in my, um, someone <laughs> called me Zen earlier, which is false, but, um, kind, but false. Uh, but I, I am, I am still, I do feel like I'm a little bit more, I somehow I've always been a really excitable, agitated kind of guy. Somehow I'm calmer than the median now, um, I think, which is weird uh, <laughs> to be able to say. But uh, even I acknowledge that, Jesus Christ, like, could the, can there be one day without some kind of, like, major world news or something local or, you know, or, you know, just it, it, there's, it's, there's always something. 
You know, there's always something. And um, I do think that's wearing on people. I think yeah. I've alluded to this a couple times on this program before, but like if anybody has ever seen the first season of the HBO program, The Leftovers, it's a, it's a, the conceit of the show is fantastical because a bunch of people have disappeared and from the whole world. And the story of the show is just that people have to like move on and deal with that, you know, but that whole first season takes place in a town, probably a little bit bigger than Peterborough, but you know, n- not that far off in character. And every, like the, the it's, it's in some ways it can be a difficult watch because everyone in the show is so tense all the time and like just so at their breaking point all the time. And when I watched the show a year ago for the first time, that was my, I was like, this is fucking Peterborough in like a few years. Like we're, mm-hmm. we're like just a couple years away from this. Like this is, and I think that's a pretty good prediction. It might be happening mm-hmm. slightly faster than I thought, you know, to be honest, but when I don't think like, that's what it's like out here. When you said that a year ago, I didn't really want to believe it. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I see what you're talking about, but I don't know. But now I think about it all the time. It's, I didn't, I never wanted it to be true, but it's like how it is, you know? And I I really think we are seeing it manifesting in acts of violence, like eruptions uh, that people have when they snap, you know? And it's a terrible thing, but like I, Will it increase? I don't, I don't see why it would go down. You said, you said it in your email, your Friday email, like last week, a couple weeks ago, you said like things are going to get worse before they get better. Did I really say that? Yeah. You Um, put that as like your email headline. It seems awfully heavy. um, (laughs) (laughs) You're like, things are going to get worse. So enjoy the weekend, everybody. That's so funny. I don't remember doing that. Um, but I'm glad I'm <laughs> that's a little bit more honest than I usually aim to be in those emails, you know? Like I, I, I try not that not that I'm lying to anybody, but I do it it is supposed to be a little bit rosier, I think. A little bit um a little bit happier than that. Um <laughs> we didn't get any more uns any more than usual like unsubscribes after that one though, so it couldn't have no, um, I don't I'm not sure we I don't got think any I depressed anybody. So um, I hope. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know that there's much more to say about that other than like, look, you know, as a, as a comedy program, it may seem a little bit unusual that we cover the murders. We kind of set a precedent on covering murders early on in this program. And I just think there's probably at least a couple of people out there that rely on us to hear about these things. So we, we don't aim to overly joke about them. And I don't know how much else there is to say about these murders other than like, hopefully they don't continue, but we are here to tell you about the killings. And, and the deaths from other causes too, right? Like there's my segue for you, Sam. (laughs) I'm, well, not that slick at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, I, I am I am alluding to a, I don't know, is this a high-profile local death? The, um, the prison death of David Boutwell? Oh, yeah. Call this high-profile? I would. I didn't know his name, but um, I know his story. And we don't need to get into that story today. But let's just say that if it were up to the now-deceased R.I.P., David Boutwell. Our good friend Bill Taylor would not walk among us to this day um, because this man died in prison and he was in prison as a result of trying to shoot Bill Taylor. He did shoot him, actually. He succeeded in shooting him, tried to kill him. Didn't succeed at killing him, fortunately, um, but did shoot him. And you've, you've seen the evidence. Justice prevailed and he went to jail. He had a big sentence, right? He had two consecutive 22 to life sentences or something like that. Wow. Good memory. Yes. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Plus, um, plus a few other smaller sentences for other yeah. little Yeah, things. so he wasn't but, getting out anyways, but he wasn't that old, right? He was 60. Okay. He died uh, of a heart attack. A little young to die of a heart attack, but if you're, I don't know, prison is stressful, I imagine. Yeah. Um, so, you know, don't want to, not trying to pee on the grave of the dead necessarily, but we should all know that justice prevailed. And if you shoot Bill Taylor, the curse of Peterborough will catch up with you. Don't do it. <laughs> Bill, Bill has already had his time. So if you are one of the people that's going to snap, direct it at somebody else. Because Bill, Bill has done... He's, no one should have to be shot twice in one lifetime. I firmly believe that. <laughs> Especially in Peterborough. Yeah, no shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> of all places. Uh, then we would have to wonder about the curse of Peterborough and with whom it truly lies. <laughs> right. You're getting shot multiple times in Peterborough. Yeah, well, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's that's true. So hopefully none of that will ever will ever come to pass. But that that may be all the deaths we have to cover. Yeah. This week. I hope so. I hope so. A um, couple of things going on in the Peterborough Facebook group. Um, those of you who live in town and around here, uh, if you don't know about this already, and you know, of course, this episode is going to come out in a few days, and hopefully the issue is completely resolved happily by then. But if you've, chances are you've heard of Banks, the missing dog. Um, what kind of dog is Banks? Do we know? Border Collie. I'm not, border Collie. I'm not very good with dog breeds. Banks, yeah, been, Banks, there's pictures everywhere on Facebook. Banks has been missing for a while. And I, confession, you know, I have to say, I've been, I've been seeing a lot of these posts and, and, and I, my, I, I truly, my heart goes out to these folks. Their, their beloved dog is gone and they, they very obviously care very deeply. But, you know, I've, I've sort of been like, man, you know, privately, privately, just like, I, I don't know how hot, I, I, I don't. I don't see a positive. I mean, as the days tick by, you know, I mean, I just, I feel like when I was a kid and like friends, dogs ran away, like the dog, like they might put signs up, but if the dog was gone for a couple of days, like I don't, I don't remember the dog ever coming back, but, but that was me apparently being erroneously negative because I have been informed today that Apparently, many, many lost dogs come back after the 14-day mark because they're, they're kind of able to like hide out and scrounge around for that amount of time. And then eventually... <laughs> found. They get maybe found. Not, maybe not come back, but yeah. Okay, they get found. Yeah. But yeah, so, turn up. Let's keep an eye out for Banks. The, the prospect of a happy ending reminded me of a... I didn't like this movie, but it was beloved by many. Um, 1993 film, Homeward Bound. Disney movie. It's like a smart dog and a dumb dog and a cat and their family like leaves them behind um, or something and they move and the animals cross the country to find them through the wilderness. They, yeah, I don't know if it's the country. The whole they country. Might, <laughs> it might <laughs> even be that they went on vacation or something and left the animals there. I mean, the kids waving at the dog. They didn't just say, "Hey, sorry guys, we're gonna just leave them. We're moving." Uh, you know, but I don't remember what the plot was. But that you know, they did go on an incredible journey, as were. But I don't think it was across. Okay, so no, it might not be the whole country. But this, this says that the family has to temporarily move to San Francisco. Oh, and oh, they didn't abandon the pets, but they. Um, they leave the pets with like a friend and the uh, animals don't understand this and they think they've been abandoned. So they haven't really been abandoned, but it, this says that they have to cross the Sierra Nevada. So, okay. It's not the whole country. Um, might as well be though. But, but um, yeah, like a significant <laughs> chunk of it. Probably right. much further than Banks has to go. Yeah. Right. Probably. Um, so, yeah. 
So I'm, I'm conflating this movie in my mind, which I think I must have seen because there's things about this that are ringing a bell. But the movie that I first thought of about animals traveling is The Adventures of Milo and Otis, which I I guess you guys have not seen this one, but this is like an orange cat and a pug. And there's like no people in this one. They're just like, they're just traveling and they get separated from each other and then find each other. Okay. And there's just like a really memorable scene where there's a bear and, you know, maybe you don't know because you haven't seen it. No. But no. So those are like really mixed in my mind and the animal traveling genre, subgenre mm. of children's film. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, that's the one I liked. The cover kind of looks familiar, but nothing else about it, really. The title sounds familiar to me. Like, I recognize the name, but I don't, I don't. I don't think I, I don't think I've seen this movie. But apparently, it's Japanese, and and the original English title is "The Adventures of Chatron." <laughs> just, just Chatron. Chatron. <laughs> and that didn't that didn't take off, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't recall that that title. They rebranded. the cover of this movie does look familiar to me too so i mean like i don't know my both of my younger siblings like loved these effing animal movies and you know my parents who didn't want us to watch anything that wasn't wholesome also liked them for that reason because like of course these animal movies (laughs) it'd be kind of funny if they made like a a foul um version of like an animal adventure movie. <laughs> like the animals swear and visit like forest brothels and stuff. You know? <laughs> Maybe we need to write that. Write <laughs> it. Oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah. So, so it's entirely possible that they actually did watch Milo and Otis and I was probably forced to be in the room and I tuned it out in my memory, you know, because some of these things I forget. By choice, I think. Um, but um, yeah, so all best wishes to Banks. Keep your eye out. Go look on the Peterborough Facebook group. You will see uh, a million uh, updates and posts with um, the dog's picture. And we hope and pray that Banks returns to their owners found before this episode comes out, frankly. Um, but if not, keep your eyes out. Let's. Let's find banks. The other yeah, thing, I'll uh, say quickly yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, the, the, on the last I heard, he was seen or a dog that they're quite sure was him. The lady was convinced based on the description that it was the same dog um, in the area of um, Cavender Road on the Greenfield side. So if okay. anybody lives that's listening lives in that kind of area, um, I mean, well, I called my friend a few days ago and he, the owner, and he was out currently in the moment looking for the dog in that area but anybody who lives over there or even in hancock um the house where the dog was living is on middle hancock road in peterborough um but anybody in that kind of greater area actually keep an eye out because i mean the two 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 different people have reported seeing him now and have called them and and kind of assisted them in finding hopefully finding him but yeah wow um well let's Let's keep our fingers crossed here. Um, let's also keep our fingers crossed again uh, that none of us falls victim to any scam. Last week we covered the the many ways that someone can fall victim to a phishing scam and how that might turn out to be the case. But this week we're seeing an uptick of activity in the Peterborough Facebook group of a very different kind of scam. And that is the asphalt pavers scam. Now, I don't know if you guys know more about this than I do. I'm a little shaky on it, but I believe, as I understand it, I think that it goes like this. Typically, they target old people. I'll get into why I think that is in a minute. And it's not just because old people are easily confused. No offense. Half, most of Peterborough, no offense. But um, <laughs> it's, it's not just about, it really is not just about confusion and, and that sort of ageism. But I'll get into that in a minute. But if they seem to target older people. They show up with a truck and they come up to the door and they're like, Hey, we just finished doing a driveway around the corner from you. And we've got all this extra asphalt. We've got enough to do your driveway on the cheap. 
and they'll quote them some cheap figure, you know, and then they'll say, give us half the money up front and we will do the driveway and then pay us the rest at the end. And then they, they take the half the money up front and bail. Um, mm. So one, I think just overarching thing that we can say to our listeners right off the bat is <laughs> young and old, if someone comes to your, like legitimate people are not going to come to your door with an offer for your driveway. Right. They're, they're not, they won't. If they're there doing that, they're probably trying to scam you. Maybe the man seems nice. The people who seem nice run the best scams. That's how it works. That's, that's how they, that's how they get you. Um, so, you know, it's okay to be polite, but you know, say, no, I don't want a fucking driveway. You know what I mean? Like, don't just, you know, I don't know who, to me, it's like, who, who would ever, I don't know. I have a hard time imagining like making a decision about redoing my driveway on the fly, you know, like, right. if I, like on an afternoon when I wasn't planning to have someone do my driveway, they're just going to do my drive. Like I have a hard time with change. You know what I mean? Like, even if my driveway was in crappy shape, I'd be like, ah, I don't know, man, I need to, I need to ease into this, you know, like I need a few days to process what you're about to do. Um, I, I, I just can never see myself making a change like that, just like on the fly. But this is why I think they also target, um, the old folks because only the oldest people were alive at a time when it was really normal to go to anybody's door, like unexpected, you know, especially mm-hmm. as a stranger and especially offering some kind of business, you know, like we don't have door to door salesmen anymore. That used to be a thing. You know, right. like we don't have, sometimes we have door to door religion people, but like they don't offer to apply your driveway. It's different. You know, um, it, you know what I mean though? Like you, you, in order to remember a time when there was any commerce whatsoever done directly by doing a cold knock on the door, you, you do, you have to come from that age right. of generation. And like I think the that vacuum that, salesman. Yeah. And so I, cause like anybody younger than that, like, can you imagine, like, I can't speak for Gen X, thank God, but, um, I think it's the same pretty much for them as it is for us older millennials, which like, can you imagine any of us millennials buying something from somebody who just like showed up on the doorstep? You know what I mean? Like, like I, like a Girl Scout cookie from like a neighborhood child. It's an actual child with like. A, a Girl Scout uniform on. I'm not going to assume it's a scam. Anybody else, though? Anybody else? I'm just yeah. going to assume that they're like casing my house for a robbery, like right. some kind of enemy of mine, like spying on me, uh, a, a, a process server, like coming to shoot. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, uh, we don't even have that here, but like, <laughs> just a joke. But you know, like, I, I just assume that they're up to no good. Like, if automatically um and i think that that's the norm which is really funny because i sort of assumed that it was sorry no offense i assumed it was older people calling the police on the cable installers that we read (laughs) in the police logs a couple couple weeks ago yeah (laughs) so that's a funny one because like you had to call for that person to be there Mm, I, I right. don't know. I don't know right. where I'm going with that thought, but it's just like, who who are these people? That so, see, that to me sounded like a case of forgetfulness, potentially. <laughs> you know, like I don't remember right. ordering this man to fuck with my wires. Therefore, it didn't happen. So he, I should call the cops. You know, he should I have think. been offering to pave their driveway. <laughs> just like, no, I'm here for the driveway, sir. <laughs> so Fine. don't accept any offers. For your driveway, um, anybody out there? If we, yes, I hope most of my most of this our listenership hopefully doesn't need to be told that. But if you do, you heard it here on GoMo tonight. Yeah, good advice. Driveways aren't even close to cheap. You know, like to pave right. your driveway, it's a shitload of money. You know, right. it's like you're like, oh yeah, it'd be nice. You know, you know seal the driveway up. All, it's it's like you know. I mean, it's like you got to really fucking want to pave your driveway in order to be able to actually afford to do it. And so to yeah. have somebody, some fucking Jamo come by and say, hey, by the way, I can do it for, you know, what? I mean, what are they saying? It's going to be like a right. thousand bucks. Give me 500 and then they leave. I mean, anything less than that. 
I just don't see it, you know? Yeah, I know, I know. Who's going to give you more than $500 just on the fly? Like, oh, oh, sure. fly. <laughs> you know? Nobody, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And so they're yeah, saying, no, something, it's like, it should be ten dollars or $8,000, you know? It's like, yeah. why would they do that? You know? Yeah. They could actually just go sell the shit and do somebody else's driveway. You know right. what I mean? Like, well, and as one of the frequent comments from people who have, like, done that for a living is, like, they're like, we don't have extra. Like, we measure and we know how much it takes because this is our profession. You know? Right. <laughs> like, you imagine yeah. just like driving around the neighborhood to try to like find a driveway that's the perfect length for the extra that you have, you know? In the back of your like pickup, you know what I mean? Like, like that's how you think that they do this? No, they're like, they're like, yeah, no, like we, we actually are like serious professionals and we, like know how much it takes to do a certain size driveway. And like, we don't, and we don't have extra like, and it like, and someone else was like, yeah. And like, if it was ever off and there was something more, like we keep it, like we take it back to the place <laughs> it's like mixed back in because it's valuable, you know, like we can use it still. We don't need to give it to you as a, like, it's not going to expire. It's not fucking milk. You know what I mean? Like, See, I'm just like, imagining like, I don't know, like steaming hot ass. Yeah, right. you know, we like- don't lay this down right now. It's just gonna harden in the truck, (laughs) (laughs) and then we're out of we're out of truck too. (laughs) Right? You know, like yeah, like no, it doesn't. I don't know. Every week I talk about taking good advice, and one piece of good advice that I tell people that is surprisingly not that popular today, because. Some people see it as victim blaming, but every, I say this every day, every single day, I get up in the morning and I think to myself, I am not going to be a sucker today. Don't be a sucker. Don't let anybody, if, and if you don't think that people out there are trying to sucker you, you're a mark. They're coming for you. If it hasn't happened yet, it's dumb luck because it's coming. They're, they're going to get you one day. Always be suspicious. You can do this and still be friendly and light and filled with love, but um, always assume bad intentions and no one will get the better of you. If you, if you really purposefully watch out for people trying to trick you, um, like the number of red flags that should come up on this, you know, um, all of this can be avoided simply by asking yourself, would a sucker do this? Does this seem like I'm being a sucker right now? Like, could I be being a sucker right now? And if even if there is a one-third chance, right? Even if you're probably not being a sucker, but there's like a one in three chance in your mind that you are, don't pull that trigger. Don't do it. It's, you know, am I wrong here? Is this good? I think this is good advice. Yeah. No, I think it's good. One in four? Hey, it's your funeral. You take your chances, right? <laughs> one in three, don't do it. One in three, don't do it. But less than that, think, it's, your, it's your call. I think, I don't know. I think maybe you're being optimistic about people's ability to make that assessment in the first place. But. I don't know if I should get into this, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I, think, I think that if you were correct about that, then the idea of gaslighting wouldn't be such a thing. And it wouldn't be such a common... Um, thing to be a victim of and to accuse people of doing because to me like gaslighting is the easiest thing to not be a sucker about because like in theory like what it's supposed to be is someone getting you to doubt your own sanity right Mm -hmm. and so just make sure that you're sure about your own perception which is like just like another Mm -hmm. piece of good advice that everyone should take at all times and if you are no one can gaslight you You know, like, it's not just like, it's not like being clubbed in the back of a head, right? If somebody comes up behind you and hits you with a bat, right? You're a victim and telling yourself that I'm not going to be a sucker couldn't save you from that, right? There's nothing you could have done. Somebody came up and physically assaulted you, but like someone like assailing you with doubt, right? Like you you can avoid it 
you can avoid it by just saying, just making sure that you're not going to be a sucker. But so many people report this kind of thing, you know what I mean? And talk about it all. It's like, I don't know. I think that there's a lot of people who get, and I don't know, we, we see on a regular basis. I don't, I definitely don't want to get into this because this is way too third really for this program, but like, I don't know. We've seen in the last couple of years, a whole lot of people be suckers about a whole lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying is I think you're being too optimistic that most people can sit there and be like, there's a one third chance that I'm. I thought you were saying that people know this already. And then I'm telling them things that they already know. I think that like, Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) That like asking people to like evaluate, is there a one third chance that I might be a sucker in this moment? Like, I think that that bar is way too high. (laughs) You can practice it though. You can get better. Sure. If, if, if you, if you make an effort, it's like, it is like, it's a muscle, you know, it is a muscle. And if you've never worked it out, then yes, you can't jump right into being sucker proof. That is, that is accurate. You're right. You have to work it out, but you can over time. This is hot dad summer. After all, you can work out any muscle and, um, including, including your own, I can't be duped muscle. And you should, you should work that out. Uh, especially in times when people are tense, right? And a lot of institutions are falling apart and like, you should have a healthy distrust of like almost anything right now, no matter where you read it or hear it. Like this isn't a statement about the media or like being political on one side or the other. I just, I think it's really clear right now that like a lot of, a lot of assumptions that we made about like just basic society functioning and working are not true. They're not, we can't assume them anymore because they're falling, but they've fallen by the wayside or they're crumbling before our eyes, et cetera. And that means you have to be more skeptical of everything. You know, you have to make your own assessments. And if, yeah, I don't know. That's, this is a little bit too much good advice for the middle of the episode, but I, <laughs> it's I do a lot. Think, it's a lot of good advice. Here. I do think you guys ought to hear this, but anyways, uh, that's all that's really going on. It is quiet. This happens every year. Like it, it's quiet in the, in, it's, I shouldn't say it's quiet. There's a lot of activity, but there's nothing interesting really happening or being talked about other than those two things in the Peterborough group right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, this happens in the summer. Everybody goes like, like, soon as we get past, you know, into, into the dog days, right. Which I learned today is like, it's like July 3rd through August 11th or something oh, like I that. I always was... thought it was a little later than that. I, I always thought too. it was more like, I always thought it was more like July 15th through August 30th kind of thing or like That's August 20 something in my yeah. mind. I'm still going to keep thinking that. Yeah. You know, well, why but, is it called that? Well, like, so why it's called it? that because of there's a dog star and I don't oh, know which yeah. star it is. I knew it's serious. Oh yeah. Serious. The dog star. So anyway, serious is up there and it's, um, but what it means is that it's the part of the summer where it just gets like extra hot, you know, and the air is stiller and yeah. Oh no, I'm just explaining to our audience, not to you. I wasn't, I wasn't mansplaining. I'm just telling (laughs) everyone what the, 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 the name comes from the star, but that isn't necessarily connected to what it means. It's, it just happens that when the weather's like that, that star is in the sky. But, but again, in my mind, I feel dog Daisy a little bit later than that. I Correct or not. Um, but and we're there. The, the dog day cicadas are out and have been out. Oh, no shit. Them? No. Yeah. It's like, so there's like the 17 year cicadas, you know, that yeah. everybody knows about where they, yeah. you know, they come up from the earth. Um, yep. Not, none of the broods are this far north sadly, but we do have cicadas that you can hear yeah. and they're, they're just like annual cicadas. They yeah. come out every year plain, and the, low grade, low grade, but they're called dog day cicadas because uh, this is the time that they, they come, come out. out and they've been out for about a week. So pretty aptly named according to the star, I guess. Yeah. If not, like true. My yeah. We're talking about the timing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of people have, taking vacations though, doing their, you know, just getting slower and lazier and everything else. But that doesn't actually mean that the police log activity has been dead. No, it it really hasn't. Not dead. 
Okay. No, no camping trips this week, but we still we don't do have answers have... on that, though, do we? What's that? There's no answers on that, though, right? We I don't have know not received any. Yeah. Well, I, I threw it out there in in the episode that I released today. Um, we'll see if anybody. And so far, no bites. All right. Well, we'll find out. But there was an incident of what's being reported as harassment. Three Peterborough residents reported being harassed by an unknown person on Facebook for the past few days. They provided screenshots of the messages and were advised to block the sender. <laughs> so. You know, I have said it before. I, I think that we in Peterborough really do have a, a pretty decent police force on balance that does a good job. And I think it's really good to know that they can also give basic social media lessons. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how many cops in other towns, like, you know, I don't know. Like if, can the cops in Dublin tell you how to use your Facebook? I don't know. I doubt it. I don't know. We need to appreciate these things. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised that he didn't add that, you know, it's not a crime since... Since there was no property damage, <laughs> as with the rooster. <laughs> Me too. And did we want? Did we want to talk about the? Uh, what was the other one we wanted to talk about? Oh, the, no, the weed in the duffel bag. Let's skip that one. No, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the skateboarders? I didn't oh, know if we wanted yeah. to go there. Yes. No, we, we can cover okay. the skateboarders because we've talked about just so you guys know, there were there were some skateboarders discussed on our censored XXX episode 30 that none of you have heard. <laughs> so we've covered we'll keep we've covered this discussion clean. Yeah, exactly. We we've discussed skateboarding and skateboarders twice, but you have only heard one of those times. Anyways. Um, we'll keep it clean. There were there were some juveniles skateboarding. Who we do not hate for the record. <laughs> we definitely love. <laughs> we love the young. We, we love juveniles. <laughs> they were skateboarding. <laughs> they were skateboarding in, in the Roy's parking lot. And uh the employee of Roy's was was not pleased with this and asked them to leave. And they came back. And he asked them to leave again and they were politely explained that they were not, not allowed to enter the properties of Roy's and they were cooperative and the employees, I, I don't know if I read this to you guys earlier. The employees said that if the kids came and apologized for skateboarding in his, in the parking lot, then he would let them back in the store again. That's nice. So it's not an unconditional lifetime ban. That's reasonable. Yeah. That's very fair. So the parent of two of the boys was notified and said that she would bring them in to apologize. So hopefully that's hopefully since June 27th, that whole situation has resolved. Yeah, that uh, and that does. And I'm sure that it has. And there's no need to cast lasting aspersions. And again, I because I don't hate the youth, I don't want anything bad to befall these skateboarders or them to be fired or like anything. You know what I mean? Like. You know, nothing. They're fine. This is a very minor infraction, obviously. And I know that some people um, really don't like my stance on skateboarding because they think it's an appropriate adult activity. And that's fine. Um, I really am very libertine in terms of people being able to leave, live absolutely how they choose. I really believe that. Whether or not I call you names for it it's, is a separate issue, right? But it's a right and that's fine. But and and some people may not have liked it that I may have drawn a line and said, oh, actually, no, I did the, <laughs> I did the, I drew the line on the episode we didn't release. Um, so <laughs> never mind. Um, but <clears throat> whether or not there is a line that can be drawn between skateboarding and petty crime, like vandalism and loitering, whatever the fuck else, right? Whether or not there is, and I'm not saying there is, but there might be, but I'm not saying there is. 
Either way, though, people get up in arms that we have a rule, a law in town that says that you can't skateboard downtown. And people are like, ah, low-income people use this as environmentally friendly transportation, which, no, they don't, but okay, we can pretend, right? <laughs> let's, let's, I'll humor you on this one, and that's fine. Maybe there are law-abiding, low-income people who skateboard to save money and the earth, Mother Earth, okay? <laughs> that is so... <laughs> ridiculous but fine let's <laughs> that's not real but fine let's say that it is okay there may be law-abiding people who are in that category right but you the reason that people hate skateboarding is because they associate it with people who go on and again i'm not trying to be all like private property is the be all end all because that's also obnoxious right but businesses with private property and like liability insurance do have a right to tell you not to fucking skateboard in their parking lot. And that's not burdensome and that's not totalitarian or mean, you know, or that's not, that's reasonable. It's reason. It's a reasonable thing to do. <clears throat> and like it or not law abiding, low income environment savers. That's, People think about those things when, when they think about skateboarding. They think about kids going into places where they shouldn't be, where they're not wanted, and doing their tricks and things like that, whether it's fair or otherwise. And that's why this happens. That's why we have these rules. Is that people are like, I can't believe there's an ordinance against skateboarders. Well, it should be believable because things like this happen and a lot of people don't like that. And a lot of people associate that with skateboarding. And those people, it's not that big of a leap to say, you know what? Not having it on our roads downtown is the simplest way to solve this problem. There's a skate park. You can go to the skate park. There may be some private property where skateboarders are welcome. That is kind of the New Hampshire way, is that if there's private property where they'll let you do a thing, you can pretty much do whatever the hell you want. You know, that includes skateboarding. These are the rules of engagement. This is, this is why it is the way that it is. And I'm sorry. And I know that these are just kids being kids and that's true. And again, I don't, I don't want to pick on them. That's, I did lots of bullshit like that when I was a teenager. Right. But like the flip side of that is that like other people really don't want to deal with it and they don't have to just because you're a kid. Right. Like, you can't just use that as an excuse for all kinds of bad behavior. Well, they're kids. You know, who cares if they, you know, break their face and sue you and your insurance company pays it out and then cancels your policy? You know, like, that's the world. This is the world, you know? I don't know. So, and, and, you know, to, to fulfill my, my charge as um, the vice chair of the recreation committee, like, we do have a, have a lovely skate park equipped and, and designed for all those sorts of tricks. And there are, and I, and I don't know if there's anything that's, that's able to be talked about at this time, but there are members of that rec committee who are committed to enhancing the skateability of things. So there's like people working on the problem. Like it's really, it's, and that's fine. I, I do support that. That's constructive. Um, but it also, like people should grasp the, the idea and the reason that it, why it can't be a free for all and why people get upset. It's not entirely unfair. Yeah. That that's all I had in the, uh, lease log. I that's think we got in the log. Yeah. Did, uh, I don't think we really had much else. Did we want to oh, jump over to, we have a quick update. We can keep this quick. Oh yeah. Headline yeah, yeah, of the week. Right. Yeah. Headline of the week out of Temple. <clears throat> the wait goes on. And this is, of course, referencing um, the polls that are currently still not licensed so that Fidium can finish installing their fiber network in town. 
Yeah. And there's an update in this article about exactly why. And who are the, I forget, who's the company who who wouldn't turn over the polls? It's TDS. Oh, yeah, TDS. Yes, another, another DSL. TDS Telecom. Yeah, they're a telecom. They, They do, they do what Consolidated does, basically. The Belt Hip stated, I was hoping TDS would make good on their word to sign by July 4th, but they didn't. So, some of the reasons why they did not fulfill their promise yeah, this here. Is what I'm interested in. What's that? This is what I'm interested in. Is what the hell is is going on here? Yeah, they said there are several factors, including preparing the polls for installation, which I don't know exactly what that means. I thought they were already installed. It sounds like bullshit, but okay, we can keep going. Um, they must provide quotes and receive payments to kickstart the construction project before signing and authorizing the poll licenses. Uh-huh. To be clear, says Director of Government and Regulatory Affairs for TDS, Joel Domeyer, TDS cannot authorize poll license approvals until all requirements are met by multiple other entities involved in this process. We continue to actively work with Eversource Energy, with whom we jointly own the polls, and Consolidated Communications to resolve issues with the party requesting attachment as soon as possible in order to authorize poll license approvals. So they're they're kind of saying, like, some other people have to finish doing some stuff. We got to get all the... Everything ready. So... So a couple of things that I would read between the lines here. Um, so, I mean, they're essentially pleading corporate bureaucracy, right? They're pleading, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're falling back on policy and saying that that's why. And it's, um, it's entirely possible to, um, um, that that is in fact their corporate policy and that, that all of this is, is factual in some way. Right. But, I mean, there's a few interesting pieces here, right? Because this, these are only some of the polls in town, right? So there's other polls in town that are owned by other entities that the town has not had this difficulty with. So even if these are TDS corporate policies, these are corporate policies that must be unique to TDS because the other polls were were released without issue, right? And look, I'm just saying, like, I can't, <clears throat> I can't defame TDS here, but... I, I feel like I can, I mean, we do have, we, we don't really have a legal fund, but we should. Um, the, um, I, do, I do think that I can legally say that sometimes companies will fall back on bureaucracy and procedure to, in order to stonewall or drag their feet on something. Mm-hmm. And if other poll owners poll rights holders did not have these reservations with the town, right? And what the town is trying to do and what Fidium is trying to do is, is obviously fairly cut and dried. It happened in Peterborough with no poll rights issues, you know? And it's uniquely TDS that has this problem, right? I hear mm-hmm. their stated reasons and I still ask why. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is this Grew up on the part of Temple. Did you fail to tell them of the requirements? You know, you know what I mean. Like what? How, I still, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. Reading, I'm not reading it out loud instead of yeah. just skimming it. It just it yeah. sounds like a non-answer to me. When I when I was skimming it, I was like, oh, there are some answers in here. But then I read them, and it's like those aren't actual answers. I yes, I just. There's something, yeah, I just can't, I just can't buy it. I can't, I just can't, I'm sorry, but I can't buy it altogether. Release the polls, TDS. We at GOMO tonight call on you to release the polls and give Wi-Fi to the deprived rural residents of Temple. You're standing in the way, you know? Um, The other thing that I know about corporate bureaucracy is that when the right person says the right thing, it gets bypassed all the time, all the time. If the right client is asking for a thing and they talk to the right person, policies and procedures are almost never a reason outside of law uh, why something cannot be done. And so I just, like, seriously, 
someone at this company can make this happen, I feel like. And I am not willing to jump immediately to this was town incompetence or something because they got the rest of the polls, no problem. I don't know. I just, I think this is fishy. And whether or not this is legitimate with what TDS is saying, I think TDS needs to make the, make this right. Needs to make this good. Make it happen, TDS. You know what this is for. Yeah. Release the polls. Release the polls. Yep. That might be the title of this episode. Um, yes. So it, I think that's all the news we have to cover, but we haven't talked about misconnections in quite some time. Right. And I don't want the loves. Right. That's right. It's yeah, been like weeks. a month and a half. Weeks. A month At and a half. Oh, first. really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As I'm like opening my misconnections now, there's it's a lot of scrolling until I get to one that's been purpled out here. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of it's and it's summertime, too. You know, it's the, the time and the season for loving. Right. And so people are having these encounters more often people are looking good you know wearing a little bit perhaps less clothing in the heat you know these things are much more prone to happen um so yeah um i don't know i'm gonna let you guys look at it real quick i just i'll be right back i gotta step away from the thing all right should we go ahead and do you have a good one should we go ahead and read First one I opened, Shaw's Friday night. <clears throat> this is uh, Milford, New Hampshire. I mean, it's it's not a bad one to start with, I guess. Shaw's Friday night, Milford. To the woman whose son was yelling dad at me, thank you for making my day. Huh. Yeah. That's a little strange. <laughs> yeah, some kid starts shouting dad at you as you're walking through the grocery store. I mean, I thought I painted a funny picture, but no, the... <laughs> I'm not your father, but he liked it. Maybe he, he, did. he enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he laughed out loud right. because I've got a Costco. Okay. Costco in Nashua. Our paths crossed near the wine section. You were in a lovely long dress. We are both Indians. You looked at me a couple of times. Would love to connect. That's nice. really sweet. Did you hear that love in the in the wine yeah. section of Costco? Yeah, I like right. that. Do you do you have another? Do, are you ready with one, Chris, or shall we? Um, yes, I. This is from Whitefield, New Hampshire. Which where the hell is that? Probably north somewhere. Yeah. Um, so maybe not around here. Um, Whitefield. Yeah, Whitefield is in Coas County. Nice. Uh, it's, it's actually, I don't know. I think it should be Coos County, but nobody listens to me on that. Um, just like that bridge going into Maine, it should be called Piscataqua. Hate the way that it's really pronounced. Anyways, up in Whitefield in Coos County, this is titled Sexy Guy Shirtless. Noticed oh. you at the dairy bar and thought you were my lost buddy who moved away a year ago. Wanted to say hi, but was running late. Hit me up. Wow. Okay. Um, All right. I, was, I think that the, the phrase dairy bar just, it's kind of gross. Da I, me. Yeah. I just <laughs> don't like those words together. No, that's gross. Dairy bar. Uh, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Uh, Ooh, I got. A, yeah, go ahead. You got one. No, I got, I got, well, I do, but yes. Candia BMW X6, Candia Irving. Years ago, that's the title. Thought I passed your car the other day. Only respond if you can tell me what I was driving when I first saw you. Apparently, years ago. Wow. Seems like a long shot. Seems like a real long shot. I mean, if they weren't already long shots, which they are, you know, yeah, that's a long, that's an even longer shot right there. Yeah, I mean, if I was honestly, and I, I mean, I hate to say this um, about Chinese Vine, but like, if I was really looking for somebody like from like years ago or something, 
I might think about like making a zany TikTok video and like hoping it goes viral, you know, like um, more than a Craigslist misconnection, honestly. Right. Somebody Maybe your odds would be higher. But... Yeah, and it's, yeah. And it's like a regular misconnection, like who's going to care about that necessarily? But like if you're like, I'm looking for this person from years ago, that might be an interesting story on TikTok. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what mm. the kids want. Um, I don't know. If, I don't even know if they believe in love. Um, here's a movie that here's, excuse me, here's a, an entry that I don't know. I feel like it could be a movie plot, maybe Hallmark. Um, we do plan a lot of Hallmark movies on this show. Um, <laughs> it's very simple. It's the title is we met at Nashua behavioral unit. Your name is JR. Mine is Kian. I'd like to see you again. Hope that, uh, it's like, it's like Benny and June part. Yeah. Two. At least there's names um, yeah. that they have. You know, there's more of a chance, I feel like. Yeah. Okay. This one, I can't explain to you why this one is like extra touching to me, but I I like this one. It's called Raymond Market Basket Mac and Cheese Lady. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hi, Mac and Cheese for Dinner Lady. I was a Saturday night. And I was sunburnt and just in front of you in line. I can't stop thinking about you. Do you remember me? Nice. <laughs> I really, I like that one. I hope they find each other. <laughs> that's like, me too. that's like the number one one of, that we've ever read that I'm rooting for. <laughs> <laughs> Mac and cheese for dinner lady and sunburn man. I'm assuming you guys, didn't, you guys didn't read Shaw's Friday night from Milford. Did you? Well, yes, that's the one you missed. That was really sweet. That's a nice one. Sorry, I missed it. That's a, that's a good one. Maybe he is the kid's dad. <laughs> that's a weird <laughs> twist that I hadn't considered. <laughs> and only the kid understands that. Um. All right, we got to round out the grocery stores. We've got Bedford Hannaford here. Oh, I was just looking at this. Yeah, read this one. I used to, um, well, there's actually, there's two Hannafords in Bedford. So actually this could be, I used to work across the street from one of them though. And it's a really, that, it's a, it's a really nice store. That's the one I'm imagining as the yeah. setting for this. Yes. Hello, beautiful. Please tell me what the note was written on. And if you want, include a pic of the subject of our affinity. <laughs> oh. That see, I like this one because it's there. Clearly, was a connection, right? They were right? like writing notes to each other in the Hanford. Yeah, something happened here, and so th this isn't just a shot in the dark. This is two people who passed a note back and forth, apparently with a, with an affinity. Yeah, um, they, like they shared something. Yeah, beyond just a glance. It seems. Yes. All right, I got um, Ashley. Ashley from Dunks. Okay. Bedford. Ashley, if you see this, I see you almost every morning when I stop in with my plumbing company. My coffee is a large, hot milk only. Large, hot milk only. I would love to get to know you better. You were at a register today instead of the breakfast and bagel area, and I got you to smile. would love to chat. Jeff. All right. See, this is one where... This is an unpopular thing among some crowds to say these days, but I'm going to say it anyway because I believe that it's true and it's always been true. But this is one where, guy, you don't take the Craigslist for this one. This isn't a missed connection. You see her every morning. If you like her smile and all this stuff, I know there's going to be people that are like, people didn't sign up to be hit on at work. But you know fucking what? When I worked at behind a retail counter at a register, if a nice attractive girl had said or guy honestly right e either gender i accept i accept compliments and and things from anyone right i i get fl i'm an equal opportunity flatterer or or uh, recipient of flattery, flattery, recipient yeah. of flattery you know um i liked that that made my day those jobs suck you know like having someone say something nice to you, even if you don't reciprocate, even if you're attached, whatever, it's, I think it's nice. Some people think that's bad. I don't know. I think that's one of the reasons that people are so tense and society's backwards right mm -hmm. now. 
you know, because it is actually nice, I think, to make a pass at somebody, you know, within certain bounds. But like, you know, don't make a lewd remark guy in the morning to the person serving you a coffee. But like, you could like... A happy pass- medium. You could, yeah, right, exactly, right. Between yeah, Craigslist and the Lunar Mark, there's a, yeah, there's I'm a not, lot I'm there. not saying you jump to a proposition. You know what I mean? Like, don't, don't make this dirty. Like, don't, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, don't turn this into something negative. But, but like, passing her your number or, like, you know, just like a, you know, I see you every day and it's one of the nicest parts of my day. And... I would love to see you again another time sometime, you know, like that's not, people need to know this. Like that's an okay thing to say to somebody. And that doesn't make you a creep. Even if people call you a creep for that, you're not a fucking creep. If you do something like that, that's a nice thing to say to somebody. And if, and if you, if somebody says that to you and like, you don't want to go to bed with that person, you can still take it as a nice compliment yeah. and like be polite in return and not be offended and feel like you've been assaulted in some way. Like, that's not true. Like this was an, that's a nice thing that somebody did. Um, even if you don't like them, it's not creepy, you know? So cre- put it on a Craigslist might be a little creepy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's part of what makes me think the guy might, but, but maybe he's a victim of this, of this culture right now where people are afraid to do things like that because somebody could get angry and start mm. making a problem for you. And that is morally wrong, I think, to do. Yeah. I, re- I really do. That's a wrong, a truly wrong thing to do to somebody, you know, just because you didn't find them attractive, which is really what it comes down to. It's not that you, your rights were violated because you didn't want to be hit on. It's because you were hit on by someone that you weren't attracted to, which, hap- which again, it happens from time to time. And like, gr- gracefully accepting but declining is an option it's a it's a very common thing that human beings can deploy you know like you you don't have to be a victim to like just you know politely rebuff somebody and also feel good though that you received that attention that's normal Mm -hmm. that's normal human behavior um not it's not patriarchy or something like that's just humans um so guy if you're listening I don't want to help you make your misconnection by saying this on the air. And chances are Dunkin' Donuts person in Bedford doesn't listen to this anyway. I want you to go and talk to Alice or whatever her name is. Go give her your number. Give her your number. Um, and may you find love on that note. Um, that might yeah. be the good advice we yes. should end on. I think it's in an been a episode jam packed with it. A lot of good advice in this episode. I'm sorry if anyone found it overbearing. I hope you know that it's very well meaning and that I am filled with love. All right. Thank you for joining us for our program this week. We will be back again next week. Many, many thanks, as always, to our benevolent producer and sound lord, Chad Patterson, who is available for so many services. And let me tell you, this is a guy that you want to do business with because, I mean, I feel like talking in that manner, I should say, because he's honest and hardworking, but also he's just like a really fun and pleasant person is really what I mean. And um, any of your audio needs, whether that's like recording, production, mixing, um, setup advice or or actual setup itself, et cetera, studio117.net, not.com. That is his operation. You can reach him there. And then there's also Down by 10, uh, which can be found on the Facebook link that'll be in the show notes, as well as bookable at downby10band at gmail.com. They are, and I love it. I just, I am, ah, I just couldn't be prouder that Chad has really taken the ball of Hot Dad Summer and ran with it because they, he, he has begun just simply marketing the band as like the cover band of Hot Dad Rock Summer. Um, again, I could not possibly support this more and it seems to be working out for them because they keep booking more gigs. I really do think that if you want to get these guys to your thing, um, you're probably looking at the fall at this point. So please, if you need an awesome dad rock cover band and come on guys, anybody who is in our peer group here of, of the hosts of this program, like, you know, that you're the market for this, this music. 
like, you know, this is the, if you have the discretionary income for your party or event to hire a band, this is what the people at your party probably want to hear. So give them a call. Okay. Um, thank you, Chad, for making this sound as good as it always does every week. We couldn't do it without you. Um, and anyways, again, we'll see you next week. We will probably have some more information and announcements, a lot of funny stories, hopefully no more murder. Um, try to try to try to at least fake the zen right try not to be one of the people who snaps okay we all have that potential right we also all have the potential to be a sucker definitely try not to be one of the people who ends up being a sucker on any given day that's the most that i can give to you on this dog day thursday in the year of our lord 2022 so until we meet again in this space lounge I urge you, I implore you, it's probably more important than ever before to take good advice. We'll see you next time. Thank you.